Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show's site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, and I'm going to start off the show by apologizing why it's so late. I'm having a lot of issues with Anchor. Uh, Anchor has really decided that it's going to stop and start when it wants, and I've recorded three podcasts this morning, and uh, two of them have decided to not record, or at least stop recording in the middle of it, so a little frustrating morning for me, but I'm going to try and get through this nevertheless. Uh, We'll start off with the fighting Illini and uh, Rayvon Bonner. He has entered the transfer portal, and this one I feel for him because Shannon Ryan of the Chicago Tribune reported that Bonner feels like uh, his opt-out because he opted out of the season. He feels like that is being held against him by the staff and that when he tried to return and get back to practicing with everybody, that he didn't feel welcome. And this is a this is a tough one to swallow because uh, I just I don't quite understand why uh, in this situation you have to allow the player to do what's best for the player and if Bonner wanted to opt out of the 2020 season there should be you know no nothing nothing happening to him so uh, I I'm very disappointed in hearing that Lovey Smith and his staff felt this way but. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you're you're looking at the fact that uh, this is another black black mark for the Lovey Smith led Fighting Illini, and honestly, I'm not sure, especially with their on field results, I'm not sure how much longer Lovey Smith will be in Champaign, even with that contract extension. Uh, Iowa defensive back Darwin McKinney has also entered the transfer portal. Uh, this one, not a huge loss for Iowa. And then Amir Smith-Marset, he issued an apology yesterday uh, for his operating while intoxicated. Uh, I'm not buying the apology. I think it's kind of fake. Uh, it's a week and a half late. Uh, I think that if he really felt sorry, he would have made a statement last week. I think this is a forced apology. Uh, I think that he realized that uh, he needed to make an apology in order to get back on the field with Iowa. If I'm Kirk Ferentz, uh, I might I, I might even uh, hold him off for a couple more days because I don't think this is fair. And, uh, you know, he's an adult. He can make adult decisions, and this was a terrible adult decision by Smith-Marset. Uh, they also released, Iowa released their uh, COVID-19 test results for the last week. Uh, they had 30 positives out of 626 tests, so they are well under the seven and a half percent community rate that the Big Ten has stated going forward. Uh, Iowa, Iowa, you know, they've, uh, they're continuing this state. They they continue to have issues. And uh, I think that, you know, they need to really work on some things. But in all honesty, uh, it's not the worst situation there. It could be a lot worse. It could have been uh, similar to Wisconsin. And we'll have some news on Wisconsin in just a moment. Uh, Michael Penix was named to the Davey O'Brien Great Eight Weekly Award along with the Manning Award Weekly Awards for his efforts in upsetting Michigan this past weekend, uh, over 300 yards, three touchdowns, 30 of 50. And uh, the young man has done something, uh, has led the Indiana Hoosiers to uh, places that they've never been before. Um, AP top 10, coaches top 10, they are right at the 10th mark there. They've never done that before. They beat Michigan for the first time since 1987. It's a long time ago, almost 40 years. So 
Uh, Michael Penix getting a lot of national recognition. Michigan State got a trio of recruits yesterday. Uh, we'll start off with the biggest commitment of the bunch, and that's defensive tackle Rayshon Benny. 6'5", 275 pounds. Uh, Benny had offers from a lot of Big Ten schools, including LSU, Michigan, and Ohio State. Uh, this one is a big-time win for Mel Tucker, and uh, I feel like he's really narrowed in on going after some Michigan players, uh, Michigan high school players, and I think that that is going to be you know helpful for him in the future. Their other 21 commitment was from Community College offensive tackle Brandon Baldwin, uh, 6'7", 315 pounds. Uh, Baldwin had Offers from Maryland and Louisville is his only other power five ones. Uh, but, you know, in all honesty, uh, he's a project, and I think they know that. And Mel Tucker is uh, realizing that he's going to come in at, uh, you know, he's he's a huge body. And when he comes in, six seven three fifteen, he's going to need a little bit of work. But I think that is the kind of frame that you're good with when you know that that player is going to be a project. Uh, they also got their first 22 commit in Georgia offensive guard Christian Phillips. Uh, Phillips at this early juncture held an offer from Arizona State, and that was the only one. 6'4", 310 pounds, but I'll tell you what, going out into a football-rich state like Georgia and grabbing a player like Phillips, I think that uh, is a very good showing for Mel Tucker and his Michigan State staff. Michigan could see the return of star offensive tackle Jalen Mayfield, and other offense starting offensive tackle Ryan Hayes. Both of them suffered injuries during practice, did not even travel to Indiana, and uh, they are set to return this weekend. And here's the key here. They are set to return this weekend against Wisconsin uh, because Wisconsin looks like they will be able to play their game. Uh, it is trending in the right direction. Five of the last six days, they've had no positive tests. So Barry Alvarez feels like the program has their COVID outbreak under control. Graham Mertz looks like he is a potential go as well. Uh, so Mertz uh, has spent that 21 days out of it, and he will be eligible on Friday. Uh, it is unsure if he's going to be fit to play, but he would be eligible to play nevertheless on Friday. All right. In the player of the week department, uh, Mohamed Ibrahim went with got awarded the offensive player of the week over 200 yards and four touchdowns this past weekend and uh, I'll tell you what Ibrahim uh, he uh, he's been an absolute beast this year 571 yards he has 10 touchdowns he has been the offense for Minnesota this year as they obviously they they learn they lost their offensive coordinator Kirk Sirocco to Penn State uh, also, Tyler Johnson. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, they, they've really relied on their running game in Ibrahim. Defensive player of the week was Chris Bergen from Northwestern, their linebacker. Again, you could have probably picked out of a hat between Blake Gallagher, Patty Fisher, and Chris Bergen after the game that the Wildcats had against Nebraska. Really, I mean, any of those three would have worked for me, to be honest with you. They were all over 10 tackles. They all had big-time impacts in the game. Freshman player of the week went to Rakeem Jarrett of Maryland. Three touchdowns uh, in their win over Penn State. Uh, you know, yesterday, I I think I failed to mention this. 
after the game, he he took to Twitter and said that uh, Penn State wanted to play them straight up man to man, and he felt disrespected by that. And I wouldn't say that's the reason why they had a ton of success, uh, or he personally had a ton of success, but. You know, I think sometimes when you realize that you, you've got to adjust your defense and they didn't, you're going to get burned and burned. They did. Special teams player of the week was Iowa's Charles Jones. Uh, he did a really good job uh, returning the ball this weekend. I believe he had one taken to the house. Uh, in the basketball side of things, there's a ton of news. We'll start off with the biggest news of the day, and that is Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo tested positive. For COVID-19. He started experiencing symptoms this past weekend on Saturday and Sunday, you know, uh, mild symptoms, a little cough, some chills. He thought it might be a cold. Well, he went into East Lansing yesterday to go to work and had a test at 730. Uh, that came up positive later on in the afternoon. I believe they must have given him another test just to make sure. And uh, Michigan State ultimately early afternoon uh, announced that Izzo had tested positive for COVID. Uh, he is, you know, he's been a guy that's been at the forefront in the state for trying to get everyone to wear masks and be safe. And he has no idea where he got it. It's unfortunate for Izzo, but uh, he is going to, you know, do what he can and hopefully have a safe return so that uh, he can ultimately make it back onto the sidelines for Michigan State. Uh, Michigan got another huge commitment in power forward Musa Diabate. Uh, Diabate is a top 25 player that makes two five stars in Michigan's 2021 recruiting class out of six players. Four of the five are top 75 players. The other two are top 150 players. Uh, Diabate is the second five star. And man, there is um, there's something going on in, in that program with Juwan Howard. And that was the one thing that I was concerned with, with Howard when he initially took the job was that he was going to have issues recruiting. Well, he hasn't at all. Uh, you can remember last year, he got a commitment from Isaiah Todd before uh, a five-star power forward before Todd opted to try and play professionally. Yeah, I would say that uh, Jawan Howard's got this recruiting thing pretty well in the bag. Uh, Mich Michigan, uh, I, I just I feel like they're you know building towards a huge, huge, huge uh, twenty-two year. I really do. I think they're going to have a big time year. They're, they've got so much talent coming in that I think that they're going to be one of the best teams in the Big Ten in the coming weeks. Or, I'm sorry, years. Uh, Minnesota got some good news as well as Utah transfer Booth Gatch has been granted eligible, his eligibility immediately. Uh, he is one of the last ones to find out, but hey, I guess better late than never when you look at things. Uh, Nebraska is going to hold a multi-team event with some pretty decent teams. Uh, LSU, St. Louis, Northern Iowa, Western Kentucky, San Francisco, Nevada, and Illinois State will be involved in that. And I really like these MTEs. I think they're pretty neat. And uh, I think that college basketball is going to have to make an adjustment going forward. But uh, I think that this is something that they're going to continue with. Uh, the Big Ten preseason honors were announced yesterday. There were two unanimous basketball players on that side in Ayo DeSumo and Luca Garza, uh, the Illinois guard and the Iowa forward respectively were 
uh, that, that should come to no surprise that they were there. Uh, Garza also was the preseason conference player of the year. Uh, the rest of the Big Ten honors, uh, Kofi Coburn, Illinois center, uh, Indiana's Trace Jackson Davis, uh, Iowa's Joe Wieskamp, Michigan State's Aaron Henry, Minnesota's Marcus Carr, Purdue's Travion Williams, uh, Rutgers' Geo Baker, and Wisconsin's Nate Reavers, uh, a little confused at the reverse ones. I think that out of everybody else, uh, he's probably you know the, the worst player. But I guess when you're looking at you know the best players in the conference, you're the worst player. You're still a pretty damn good player. The AP also released their preseason poll, and there's a, a lot of Big Ten flavor at the top, and then a lot of Big Ten flavor at the bottom as well. We'll start off with the highest rated team in the Big Ten in the preseason AP poll. And that is Iowa. They are fifth overall. You've got Wisconsin at seven, Illinois at eight, Michigan State at 13. And then you're going to have to go all the way down to the final three spots to find the three other Big Ten teams. Ohio State ranked 23rd, Rutgers is 24th, and Michigan is 25th. So uh, a nice little showing in there for the Big Ten. And that will do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a happy Tuesday, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.